Welcome to another episode of Derek and Eric Show. Here on wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know where the hell you listen to your podcast. Welcome. It uh Apple, Spotify, and Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google. All those. All those. There's a couple other ones that are like I've never heard of that are on there, but we're there. Seriously, we're there. We're on anything. <laughs> Anywhere you can get a podcast, that's where we're at. Pretty much, except Pandora. I don't know they had they have podcasts on Pandora. No, I didn't know that. I say I haven't had Pandora for about ten years. And you who never had Pandora. <laughs> We've got some fun things to talk about on the show today. Uh, we Ch- will kick things off with championship team, soon to be. The Denver Nuggets are facing off in the heat in the finals with the Heat for the first time in team history. Woo! And they are up one nothing. We will talk about that game and then what to look forward to in game two and the rest of the series. Uh, the Stanley Cup final, it's finals for the NBA and final for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that makes um, a lot of sense. Are underway, and the Vegas Golden Knights have a 1-0 advantage on the Panthers as of last night. Why, why is both- one... Real quick, why is one plural and one isn't? Uh, because NBA is stupid. Anyways, the goalie. The goalie punches a oh, another person and doesn't get penalized for it. So the Vegas Golden Knights are up one nothing. Oh, <sighs> so NHL officiating had its finest, by the way. Yay. Also, there's a brief update on Valeri Nichushkin of your Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you may know, you've kind of just disappeared in game. Was it five? Yes. Five or six in the. No, it was four. Game four. Game four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first round of the playoffs. But we'll talk right. about that. I've got a handful of stats of the week that I will try and stump Derek on. Great. And then for the first time, really all season, we're going to dive into baseball a little bit, talk about. What's going on around the league? How the Rockies still suck. Rockies are still trash. Uh, nobody cares about the Oakland Athletics. And the Diamondbacks Yo. are the most fun team in baseball. Come at me, bro. Let's go. Let's go. You want to fight there? We'll fight. We'll fight you. A little, right little, in the little bit biased, but sure. No, it's because it's true. And we'll talk about why. But that is for later. So, Derek. Yes. The Denver bleeping nuggets mm. swept oh, yeah. the la lakers and as a friend of mine adam thank you very much pointed out that our take was ice cold after we put up the show after the nuggets swept <laughs> um, or no it was like they going into la we put that show up and then they swept yep but uh they were up two nothing yeah they were up two nothing and we just asked for to split and they did better and that was great they really have a 1 0 lead on the Heat, who almost blew that series against the Celtics, by the way. I mean, they should have blown it. Let's just. So, we'll, we'll, let's talk about how each team got here. So, the Nuggets have only lost three games. Mm. And currently have won seven in a row now. Yeah. Seven in a row. Yeah. Which is very impressive. Especially in the postseason. Whew. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the Heat beat the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Then they beat the okay New York Knicks. The Knicks yes. aren't like that good, but there's not very many good teams in the East. No, there's not. And then they have a 3-0 series lead on the Boston Celtics. Nearly blow it. Lose three in a row. And then the Celtics blow game seven because they took 75 threes, it felt like, and landed four of them or something like that. Some insane number. That's what it seemed like, all the threes. Dude, I don't get what the Celtics were trying to do in that series. I mean, they they shot like, uh, put this in perspective, Boston shot 39% from the field. (laughs) <laughs> in that game 39 percent, they were 21 percent from three eric absolute trash mm-hmm. pulling up the, the box scores here real fast 103 but, to uh, 84 was game seven's final and boston from honestly from the get-go it was never close it no. really wasn't the heat had a huge lead and they just never lost it when you score in the teens for two quarters you're gonna get blown out and that's what happened to boston <laughs> So in game seven, the Celtics were seven of 35 from three. Mm -hmm. And then in game seven, which they got blown out in game seven, by the way. And it didn't help that Tatum went down with an injury like 20 seconds into the game. And game, but game six, though, can we admit, was just a crazy ending the way uh, Derek White made that last second tip in. I mean, that was insane. That's the heat. They were nine of 42 from three in game seven. Mm-hmm. 42 threes. Well, that's what happens when you're losing by a lot. To put it in perspective, the heat were 14 of 28 from three. Ouch. I mean, Eric, when you're getting blown out, you got to make some points. And that's what Boston was trying to do, but they man, were they forcing? But they're not a good three shooting team. Jason Tatum is a good three point shooter. Yes, the team is not. No, so it was poor coaching. Probably. But you hear this sums up the Celtics right now. Their season perfectly. The lead story on their ESPN post is there a Taylor Swift curse in the NBA playoffs? Why? Why is that? I don't know. We'll, we'll keep talking about it. I'll, I'll read this article. But how about both uh, both Florida teams, BOFA? Oh. Not hockey and basketball knocking out Boston teams. Florida Panthers knock out the Boston Bruins, number one, four to three. And the Heat knock out Boston, four to three. I just find that funny. Especially the the Bruins. Nothing is better than the Bruins. Setting the record for what wins and points in a season and then just absolutely just crumbling in the first round. So basically this article says if Taylor Swift has a concert in your city while your team's in the postseason, you're screwed. So that's why because uh, the Celtics and Bruins lost. The, the Suns had a Taylor Swift concert when they got knocked out by the Nuggets. Oh! The 76ers had one when they got bought, beat by Boston. Boston had one when they were playing the Heat. The New, the Knicks had one while they were playing the Heat. And Golden State had one when they were playing the Lakers. And then the Lakers had one when they played the Nuggets. Well, at least she's not coming here while the Nuggets are playing, so we don't got to worry about that. 
She's here July 14th through the 15th. Yeah, but the season will be way over by then. I know. And so we don't we don't need to worry about that. But uh but anyways, back to the Nuggets, the game one win. They won 104 to 93. And yes, Jokic had a triple double again, his ninth. Ninth this postseason. And he's one of the he's the one of two players in their NBA finals debut to have a triple double. Just I don't know what more could be said about this guy, Eric. He is just God, is he good? He's the best player in the league. I mean, he doesn't have flashy highlights, but he just he gets the job done. He just knows what to do. And he literally he literally seems like he's one of those guys too. He literally just punches in, does his job, and then he goes home. That's it. That's all he that's all he cares about is, is is winning. And that's what you want, right? Yeah. Like he, you do want a superstar who's a little more like, for lack of a better term, user-friendly from mm. as a fan. Like, like, yeah, he does like, you know, he's nice to the fans and he does interviews after the game and stuff. But like, when he's not playing, like, you know nothing about him. No, and he, I guarantee you he probably just lives like the most simplest life. Ever. Well, did you see in game one he had a freaking tan because he was at the pool all week? I know. Well, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah, they had nine days off, Eric. Nine. I mean, what are you supposed to do with nine days off? Like, seriously. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'd be at the pool, too. I mean, be tanning. Throwing your kid around the pool or something. Who knows? But no, just uh, Aaron Gordon in the first quarter, Miami had no answers for him. He had 12 points in the first quarter, and he, mm-hmm. he's the one that took over. Michael Porter Jr., you know, played well. Jamal Murray played well. I mean, just the whole team. And Bruce Brown just continues, just continues to be one of the best signings they did this offseason. So I'm going to push back that all of these players played well because they didn't. No, they didn't. But not everybody played well. Gordon had a good first quarter, and then then he he just kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. And then Jamal Murray, I mean, I don't think he had that good of a game. I mean, how many points did he have? It's loading. 26. Which is good. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good game. But, like, shooting, he was 11 of 22 and 2 of 7 from 3. That's not good. Well, it could have been too having maybe that many days off. You figured they might have a little bit of rust, and they did a little bit, especially in the uh, uh, what quarter was that when Miami kind of was close? Oh, uh, the was it the third? No, the fourth quarter when Miami outscored them 30 to 30 to 20. Miami was starting to kind of uh, get back into the game a little bit, but then it was uh, the, the Nuggets, yeah, it the, was fourth. the fourth quarter. Yeah, then the Nuggets pulled away after that. So they they still they can't allow that to happen. You can't let them because at that point, I believe they were up by 15, and then Miami mm-hmm. closed the gap to being down only by like six. Yeah. And it was it was a 20-point game at one point. Yeah, they were just blowing them out. They were blowing them out. And then they just kind of in the third and fourth quarter let it go. And it was mm-hmm. just like, guys, you've got to step on the neck. And that's why I don't think they had that good of a game. And that's yeah. why you can tell when, when that happens, Michael Malone calls a timeout and you can just see him. He just starts, he looks so pissed when they come up. 
like I'm walking yeah, over to him. Yeah, he should be. He looks now, so freaking mad at him, yeah. I want to give the props to Michael Porter Jr. Offensively, mm. he sucked. Two yes. for 11 from three, you he, cannot do that. Yeah, he took so many threes and, and Five only made 16 two. from the floor, which is yeah. not good. No. He only had 14 points, but he had 11 defensive rebounds in that game. That's huge. Yes. And the next closest player was, bam, out of bio with nine. Bam. <laughs> bam. Uh, and then Jokic had 10 as well, but Jokic <laughs> always has 10. Like, that's how you bam. say it. Hey, man, you name your kid Bam, I'm going to shout it. I mean, it's – look, that's not – you'd be a good – you'd be a – what do you call it? You'd be a good uh, voice in, or voiceover doing like a comic book or like a movie. <laughs> so when it pops up, you could just yell it. Crack a doom. Bam. Bam. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But so, yes, Bam Amadeo. Well, how do you say his last Bam name? Bam Adebayo. Adebayo, yeah. 26 points. He was kind of like their only major scorer. And, and Jimmy Butler just kind of just disappeared. Well, um, and th- that's another thing I wanted to point out. So. They're shooting, though. Bad. Oh, it was terrible. They were even worse. They they were 46% from the floor and 33% from the from three. And look, Back. the Nuggets weren't much better. Yeah. They were only 50% from the floor and 29% from three. Hmm. That's not good. But there are two things you will not see from the Heat in game two. What's that? One, they're not going to shoot 43s again. That's no. not gonna happen. No, they shouldn't. And unless two, they get down by a lot. You actually, there's three things. But number two, you will not see Bam take 25 shots where Jimmy Butler takes 14. No. And I'm gonna give credit. That's MPJ's defense. He kept them to the outside. Now Jimmy Butler barely drove the court. Like he never drove towards the hoop to try and get a layup. Mm-mm. He, I, I think the only time I really saw him do it was in the fourth quarter. When it was yeah, crunch time, yeah. Um, but then the third thing, you will not see the Heat only get two free throws. Yeah, that was amazing. How about that? That's stunning. I mean. NBA history, in playoff and finals history low. Yeah, talk, talk about uh, being disciplined. The Nuggets were, huh? Well, But that's the thing. That's what you get when you only shoot threes. And the game only being like only two hours long because of that reason. Yeah. That was amazing. It was started, great. Started at 640. It was over at 840. I was like, Whoa, yeah, what dude. the heck? It was great. I was like, what the heck is going on? So that those three things are not going to happen again. Probably but I, if you're the Nuggets, you want out of bio taking 25 shots. That's how you destroy this team. Mm-hmm. Is you force Jimmy Butler to be like the secondary guy where Adebayo is the primary? Yeah, because Adebayo, he's a good defender, but he was on Jokic most of the time, and he did not play well against Jokic. No, he didn't. Now, not many people do. No. And how about Mac? Uh, was it Sturz? Sturz from the Heat. Struss. Struss. God, I can't talk today. Apparently, S T R U S. Him shooting 0 for 9 for 3, terrible. Well, and then he was also 0 for 10 from the floor. Ofa. 
And he played and, 21 minutes. I would say he just played 20, 21 minutes and didn't sink a single bucket. That's not good. <laughs> oh, for 19 total. <laughs> not good. But uh, I mean, what I saw from game one is the Nuggets are just bigger and, and faster. Mm-hmm. And it got to the heat. And you can sit here and blame the altitude all you want. And it well, is a factor. It really I, is. And I honestly think, too, it had to be how much energy they exuded in that Boston series. And and then because if you heard, they went from straight from Boston here to Colorado. They didn't go back to Miami. Which is fair. So they can get adjusted to the altitude. Mm-hmm. But also with the altitude, you'd expect the Nuggets to outscore them in the fourth. And they didn't. The yeah. Heat did by 10, 30 to 20. So the altitude is, you know, it is an issue. And it's one thing that the Nuggets do very well to take Mm -hmm. advantage of. And any any altitude team should take care of it. Yes. Or take advantage of it, excuse me. Stupid Broncos don't. Well, they're just, I almost swore. They're they're just crap, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) But... I think you're going to get a bigger push from the heat, mm-hmm. but on top of that, you're going to see a better game from the nuggets. Oh, a lot better game. And that's why, that's why I'm saying, that's why I see him winning tonight. I see him winning tonight going up 2 0. I don't know about and, you, but. And also in that first game, both teams are 3 0 in game Bofa. one. So something, both, both of these teams, um, something was going to break. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be the heat. But uh, imagine this: Nuggets win tonight, Eric. They'll be ten and zero at home this postseason, which is hard to do. Yeah, very hard to do. If you look at their home record, though, in the regular season, they were damn good at home in the regular season too. Yeah. So it, it's hard to win here. But if we if we need to do a pick, though, yeah, I see him winning tonight too. I, really I see do. him winning tonight as well, and I I expect the Nuggets to put up closer to 120, but then the Heat will probably put up 100 as well. But it's not going to matter because the Nuggets are just – they're bigger, better, faster. Well, they have the better, I think – Stronger. They are better. <laughs> I think they have the – they clearly have the better superstar and player on their team than Miami does. Sure. Mm. Now, if it goes in order of players who I think are best in the series, it's Jokic, Butler, Nuggets, heat <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like like that's that's how i i rank these teams yeah that that sounds pretty accurate to me um, but yeah it's it, you know it's i think you're gonna see another good defensive thing uh, stand from the nuggets but i would expect the heat to drive the hoop because i don't think Jokic is a very good rim protector he just kind of backs up and hopes for a rebound mm-hmm. and he gets all of them because he's what 20 feet tall i mean damn dude's damn near almost seven feet tall yeah so, uh, but I, the the Heat do not have an answer for uh, Jokic. Nobody has. Nobody has. And I think Aaron Gordon and MPJ are going to be the, the key factors. Like, yeah, you know, Murray, if they get close in the fourth, watch for him to go off. And that's, and that's what this I've noticed. Like 44 minutes. And that's what I've noticed is that this postseason, when Denver has the lead – you ain't coming back from it. It's very, very hard. Like if the Nuggets get a fifteen or fifteen point or more lead, it's very hard to come back on. Well, them. and that's the thing; they might make it close, but mm-hmm. then Malone calls a timeout, eats their lunch, R- just rips them. <laughs> like he did this. Like he did this last one. They were down by ten. Calls a timeout. You see him 
I saw him grab the board all yeah, aggressively, dude, he and he's just he. You just see him. I was like, oh my god! Now you know why he loses his voice. But here's that's just why he's a good coach because yes. the team responds to it. Well, yeah, because if they're you know out there freaking just you know dick it around, I'll say yeah. You got to put their asses in check. <laughs> I think this sums it up real, real, real good. Coach Malone on what the Nuggets have done, not a damn thing yet. No, they haven't. And they haven't. You won one game. Congratulations. Just but like you, he, yeah. Just like he said after the Lakers game, he's like, we haven't accomplished Jack squat because he's like, we got to win four more. And they you know, him saying we haven't, they haven't accomplished anything. Congratulations. You won game one. That's you won it. game one. Now you got to yeah. win game two and then win, three and then four. Win, win three more. And then you can say you you've done it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Jokic may actually party and get drunk too. How funny would that be? That would be awesome. Him and his brothers. I mean, man, his big old brothers. You imagine how much they need to drink in order to catch a bus? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't even want to imagine that. Probably a lot. Like, <laughs> probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek. Let's move things right on along to the NHL Stanley Cup Final. Ugh. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights go into the third tied 2-2 with the Florida Panthers and the Knights come out with a three-goal third period and win 5-2. to two. One of them was an empty net goal. Yeah, when I saw the notification last night, 2-2 two to two going into the third, I was like, oh, it might be a close finish. And then I saw the final. I was like, oh, this yeah, is crap. If I had to one takeaway from this series – Mm-hmm. is both teams are extremely Bofa. undisciplined. They're extremely undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be whoever takes the most penalties is going to lose. <laughs> so we talked about it a little bit, but Aiden Hill, the goalie for the pit for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the, like the 12th one they've used. I mean, s- seriously, they've alternated three, but like, Change goalies like he to gets, change their clothes. He gets cross-checked, which is not okay. Like you no. can't cross-check anybody, but you really can't cross-check the other team's goalie. Seriously. Throws a punch, hits the guy who cross-checked him, Sam Bennett. Oh, he also hits his number one center, Jack Eichel, in the face, too, with the punch. Yeah, how about that? Doesn't get ejected, doesn't get a penalty. But it didn't matter because the Panthers scored a shorthanded goal on that power play. Mm. <laughs> so first of all nhl officiating is right on the ball where they always are in the um but my takeaway from this game is if the panthers don't get stellar goaltending They're their flaws are their flaws are sh- they shine yeah and when they're down just like the vegas golden knights do they get pissy <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Kachuk got a game misconduct, five minute major. That let the, the Knights kind of take control of that game in the third when it was down. I think they were down 4 2 at that point. 4 2, yep. Um, but the reason the game was, uh, it wasn't tied was Panthers turned the puck over in their own zone and Sergey yep. Brobrowski couldn't save the game for him. Which he's been he's been stealing a few games from this whole postseason. Oh, he's he stole like half of their wins. I mean, he's been playing absolutely brilliant. But then, yeah, last night just 
laid an egg last night. I don't even think it was his fault. It's just that they made too many mistakes. Yeah. And this kind of comes into question the rest versus rust comparison. The Panthers were off for 10 days. They were. And the and for some reason this the series has ended like two weeks ago, it felt like. <laughs> and then the NHL was like, now we're gonna start on Saturday, not not when we're ready. It's like what well, both teams are ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. Now they're so, like, nah, we're, we're, we'll wait. Yeah. So in Vegas, they've got the best defense in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Now it helps when their number one defenseman's now suspended for the rest of the were, season because he tried you... to break somebody's arm, but, you know. Oh, God, yeah. Real quick, were you happy to see them just blow out Dallas to get there 6 nothing? Yeah, because Jamie Benn didn't deserve to be in the game. In the series. Yeah. And how After, funny is it that yeah. he gets suspended for two games? They win those two games without him, and they come. he comes back, and they're And trash. they lose. They <laughs> lose. Dallas had that was no great. fight, man. They that had was... no fight. Well, and then how about the Hurricanes mm. getting swept? Mm. I honestly don't think the Hurricanes played that bad. No. The Panthers are were just, just on fire. They were. Ever since the Boston series, they've been on fire. And then finally this game is where they kind of cooled off. Their last loss was May 10th. Yeah. We're in June. We're in June. Yeah. So... I would expect the series to kind of go back and forth, each team trading punches and stuff like that. I will admit the home crowd in Vegas is raucous. Oh, heck yeah, they are. Game two is tomorrow. Game two is tomorrow. Um, I, I would expect the Panthers to, to fight back and win a close game, like 3-2 or something like that. Yeah, I, I expect them to probably uh, win this next one. I, I truly think they do win one. Because so like my questions with like I said with the Panthers, if Bobrovsky is not great, they're not a good team. Like mm. they're still a good offensive team, but defensively they're just bad. They do not are... have good defensive players. I mean, at least you get some new blood though in the in the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, kind of two teams kinda. that have never that have never won one. Yeah, but one team is already hated because they shouldn't be this good this fast. Who Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Um, but then if the Knights don't have good goaltending, they're screwed. They're screwed, which is a very high probability <laughs> because though I think they're a good defensive team, they're not that good of an offensive team. No, they kind of do the Dallas stars kind of thing where they wait for you to make a mistake offensively. And the, the lightning do this too, where they're not stellar offensively, but they make, they make you make a mistake defensively, and then they counter quickly. They're on two-on-ones, mm. stuff like that. That's how the Tampa Bay Lightning played for years. Until and then you saw, that, well, you saw that in the, the Maple Leaf series is they didn't make as many mistakes, and they couldn't score. Toronto finally won at, Toronto. after, what, 19 years? Yeah, and look how good that was for them. <laughs> they they fired their GM and then basically they didn't say fired, but he was like, I'm not sure if I want to come back. And they're like, well, we're not going to give you a choice. <laughs> and then he goes Peace. to Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, but I, I still think the Panthers are going to win this series, mm-hmm. but if they're going to do it, they've got to steal two in Vegas. They do. You have to win tomorrow. I truly believe well, if actually, you don't win. You got to, you got to steal one because then if you, cause game six will be back in there. Their mm-hmm. arena. 
Mm-hmm. Let's just say you cannot go back to Vegas for game seven. Oh, God, no. Because if it goes seven, I'm taking Vegas. If it's six, it's the Panthers. Yep. Yeah, because if it's game seven in, in Vegas, yeah, bye-bye, Florida. Exactly. Um, so so we're, each, we're each picking Florida to win tomorrow then? I'm picking Florida to win tomorrow. I am too. And then I actually think they'll win game three at home too. Real quick, how crazy is it that they play Monday then they don't play again until Thursday? Well, the NBA did the same thing where they gave the Nuggets and Heat two days off, but I think it's because the NHL wanted their own night, like last night for a game. Yeah, how about that, though? They go four days. That's weird. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, hey, let's play. You know, uh, apparently, apparently they need a lot of days to travel. The committee just threw darts at a calendar to decide when they're going to play games. Oh! Game three will be on. June oh 20th. no! You guys have back to back. Oh, what a shame! Book it. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's move it on to a quick side note. It's going to be about our beloved Colorado Avalanche. So, oh, I, uh, Derek, as you may remember, sad. Valeri Nichushkin. Yes, he played game one. He played game two. Did he play game three? I think he only played game one and two. I think so. I think you're right. But anywho, mm-hmm. played a couple games. And then all of a sudden, you hear people are like, hey, why is Nachushkin not on the ice for practice? Mm-hmm. What do you mean that he's out for personal reasons? What's going on? And then it fa- it turns out. Yes, real quick. Don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yes, Nachushkin only played game one and two, and he and right. he was absent the rest of the series. Thank you for pulling that up. Mm-hmm. So then people are like, well, where the hell did he go? What's going on? And then it slowly kind of leaked out that he had an intoxicated woman in his room to the point where the team called an, a wambulance to... A wambulance? A wambulance. Um <laughs> <laughs> called a uh, uh, an ambulance to take care of this woman because she was clearly not okay. Mm-hmm. And then if, if we found out that Valery Nichushkin was no longer with the team and he was just in the woods and like not there. And we were like... Does anybody really know where he is like right now? I'm sure the team does. Oh, I'm sure that... Yeah, I'm sure the team knows exactly if where I he's If I had to at. guess, he's back home in Russia. More than likely, hopefully he, he can get back. Well, no, well, that's not the issue. Like, no, I know his issue is is what he's dealing with right now. Yeah, yeah. So then, just recently, so it sounded like that that this woman was like a sex worker, and there were all these these allegations throwing about mm-hmm. that she was like from Ukraine, but like moved to Russia, and that's how they she knew Val. Anywho. Seattle PD released body cam footage of the incident and they actually muted a couple spots so that we couldn't hear. And that's, you know, the team's right to that privacy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure they told the team, Hey, we're going to release this. And then the abs were like, can we bleep this stuff out? Which can again, you take this out? Yeah. Is there right? It's the players right too to be like, Hey, I like they can. Nobody, oh, this nobody, nobody needs to know this. Yeah. Like, like we're like legally they have to release it. So we're allowed to know that this was going on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that, you know, so that's, like, for, for uh, if there was going to be a criminal element to this, they could review it. Mm-hmm. 
So the, the body cam footage, it cuts off with one of the abs. I think it was the abs medical doctor. It is the medical doctor. And yeah. the, um, uh, like a, a Denver, former Denver PD guy who they hired for security as the team. Mm-hmm. Um, he like checked everything out and apparently went all okay. And then the team told the, the team physician told the guy, like, he said, can I tell you something about his medical history um, in confidence? So they mute the camera again. And then you don't hear what happened or what he says. But just recently with that body cam footage revealed, the NHL deputy deputy commissioner said there is no ongoing investigation into the Nichushkin incident and the avalanche handled the situation properly. Nichushkin is eligible to play this season and most likely will play as usual. And that is from Peter Bob, the athletic. Well, and, and like I said, I, like you said, I think the the Avs did handle this correctly, the in the right way. They told him, you know, not to come back, and did it, you know, basically deal and handle with whatever issue that he's yeah. got going on. Yeah, and uh, I mean, all we can do is really speculate. Like, is this a substance abuse issue with Nachushkin? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, and if it's if it's not a legal problem, it's probably alcoholism, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yes. And I hope he gets that taken care of. Um, so, like, could there be, you know, a mental health issue thing with this, too? That could be an issue, too. Like, and again, I, I, it could be a lot of things. I don't want to really speculate on it. Mm-hmm. Would I love to know more? Of course. But it's not my place. Not our place. Oh, so, Situation is the Avs will have one of their top six forwards back next year. And honestly, I'm going to tell the NHL this right now. Watch out for the Avs next season. Even I mean, without their captain, that team's going to be on fire next year. I, I, th- I really, truly do believe that, too. They're going to have – they're definitely going to have a fire lit under their ass, and they're going to be playing red hot, I think, next year. And with the captain being out and free agency coming up July 1st, who knows what we'll see? Maybe the Avs make a trade. Like apparently Toronto's going to blow the team to hell and just get some pieces back. So maybe they'll do that. Yeah, I, I've heard Austin Matthews. Yeah, there, I mean, there's so many discussions about so many guys just being traded from there. I'm like, this is great. Toronto is just exploding. <laughs> um, so who knows? And maybe they'll make some moves in free agency for like one or two year deals with vets. You know, maybe mm-hmm. a reunion but, with Ryan O'Reilly, which I've been calling for. But fill in the hope- captain role. Yeah, just hopefully uh, Nachushkin gets his health right. Yes. He gets his head on straight, and he's able to come back and play. I really hope so. 100% agree. All nice. right, let's move things right on along to Stats of the Week. <laughs> Eric gets his segment back again. Eric gets his segment back because he beat it out of Derek. Beat it out of me? <laughs> Derek! Yes. First stat. Mm-hmm. Number of losing seasons in the NFL over the last two years. Who's had the most and who's had the least? The most losing seasons the last two years? Ten. Oh, ten? Ten. Oh, ten. I thought you said two. I was like, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, it's got to be Browns are up there. Browns have the most with nine. What? 
So one year they were good? The one year they were good was their playoff run, too, where they beat the Steelers. All right, and I hate to say it, but I think the team with the most has got to be either the Patriots or Chiefs. You mean the least? Or with the most? No, with the most wins. Number of losing seasons in the last Oh, losing seasons, my bad. The Lions? No. Yay! They're on the list. But they're not that high. Towards the bottom, but not at the bottom. Texans and Jaguars. Yes to the Jaguars. They're eight. They're tied with three, two other teams for the second to least. Texans, no. They're on this list, but not there. Who has the least amount of losing seasons? You already named one of them. Kansas City. I mean, it ha- I was like, it has to be. I think with they've only had what, one? Zero in the last 10 years. That's stupid. Think of the other team that would be there with zero losing seasons. Steelers. Yep. I mean, it's got to be Mike it. Tomlin. I mean, we thought they were going to have one, Eric, this year. And they they pulled it out of their ass Eric, they were nine and eight. Eric, they were six and eight, and we're like, oh, all they got to do is lose one more game. And they, and they get- won and they won three in a row. Ugh. And I'm like, Mike Tomlin is just – the guy is a damn good coach. And not to – right. can we just acknowledge, too, three coaches in their franchise history? Three. Yeah. There's a reason Mike Tomlin's been there. It's because he's a damn good football coach. Meanwhile, you have teams that have had three coaches in three years. Broncos. Um, yes. <laughs> so here are the other ones. So Browns with the most of nine, the three teams tied with eight, the Giants, the Jets, and the Jags. I keep so forgetting New York. The, I keep forgetting New York both has been New York teams. miserable for the last 10 years football-wise. I keep forgetting both New York teams have been pretty bad. Yeah. There are five teams tied with seven. Oh, dear God. Raiders. Football team of Washington. The Falcons, Panthers, and Bucks. So basically the NFC South. <laughs> there are three teams with six. Two of them are your favorites. Lions, Broncos, and Bears. There well, I, knew, four, I knew Denver was there. There are four teams with five in the last ten. This one might be surprising. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco 40 losers. The Cincinnati Bungles. Not recently for the Niners. The L.A. Lambs. Lambs. The Lambs. And the Houston Texans. Only five in the last ten years. There are, oh my God, is this six? Six teams with four in the last ten years. Wow. Titans, Chargers, Dolphins, Saints, Vikings, Cardinals. Yeah, look Packers, the- Bills, and Colts and Eagles all have three. Cowboys, Ravens. And Patriots have two, mm. and the Seahawks are with one. Mm. The Chiefs. I'm sorry, the Puddle Pigeons. And the Chiefs with zero. And the Chiefs and Steelers with zero. Oh, that- <laughs> that's what I think about the Chiefs. Uh, why did I? Why is that in here? Oh. Eric's Eric's hoping and praying for a losing season this year for the Niners. Oh yeah, they're going to lose 15 games. That's Dude. not true. How hard would you laugh, though? Two and 15, they went. Oh, my God. I would never stop. But, hey, but their two wins are against the Rams. I I would be okay with that. (laughs) As long as they lose 15 other games, it's fine. (laughs) All right, Derek. Uh, Guess the player from the NFL 
Okay. Dude went to college at Texas Tech. The dude. The dude. Texas Tech. All right. The Aggies. He got it. He was undrafted in 04 and signed by the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> and his last team was the then St. Louis Rams in 2015. Oh, my God. Wide receiver. By the way, did not make his – I want to say stardom. We'll just say stardom. Is it Ricky Brawl? Either – nope. Damn it. A white wide receiver. It's not Danny, Danny Amendola. He Very played, close. Because he played longer. He was drafted by the Rams. He, yeah, yeah, I was like, but he played long. And it wasn't Ricky Prohl. Oh, God. Former Bronco. Former Bronco? He played for Denver, too? Yep. This one might give it away. The New England Patriots is where he made his fame. Oh, God. Is it Wes Welker? It's Wes Welker. Played, signed by the Chargers? He was undrafted. And then he met Tom Brady, and the rest is history, huh? Pretty much. Wow. He played for the Rams? Yeah, his last team was with the Rams. That was when Josh McDaniels was brought in. As oh, the of course. Off- no, yeah, so he was brought in as the offensive coordinator. Or was he? That Was that then? No, because 2015 was Jeff Fisher. That was Todd Gurley's rookie year. Mm-hmm. He might have gotten hurt now that I think about it. Anyway. The three-year wonder, Todd Gurley. Oh, he was longer than that. He played, oh, I mean, four, four or five yeah, but years. He had, he had four or five really good years. Poor dude, though, man. Just physically. I know. Anywho, I want you to read this list and see if you agree with it. Mm. Top 10 players under the age of 25 in all sports. In all, all major, sports. All, all major, major sports. sports. Oh, God. Okay. Number 10, Jack Hughes of the New Jersey Devils. Okay. Number nine, Shea, 20, 25 and younger. Yes. I got to remember that. Okay. Shea Gilgis Alexander of Oklahoma City. Basketball. Okay. Spencer Strider, star pitcher for the Braves. He's really good. He actually, yeah, I've seen some highlights. Guy is actually very good. Yeah. Jamar Chase, Bengals, wide receiver. I would have to agree. He is very good. Outfielder for the Padres, Juan Soto. He's good. He's a big dude. Man, he's huge. He's um, a big, he's a big, big man. Wide receiver for the Vikings, Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's a no-brainer. No-brainer. <laughs> Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yes, he's even though he plays for Dallas, he's very good. Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves. Very okay. good. Yes. Better than Tatis because he's not a loser. He's not a uh, cheater. Yeah. Not a cheater or a dude who loves to ride motorcycles in the offseason. <laughs> exactly. Kale McCarr. Yeah, buddy. And who do you think has number- the number one this spot on this list? Basketball. Oh, God. It's not. John Morant, by the way. I was like, Please. that video, by the way. That oh dude is so God. dumb. No, the, one, yeah. the, the video game, yeah. No, all right, so number one, basketball. 
What conference? West. Oh, God. Well, it's not Jokic because he's 27. Correct. 28, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Luka Doncic. Number one? No. Okay, no. No. I agree. I agree with you. I think not, not to be biased, maybe number two should be number one. Makar. I'm full on biased. Screw everyone else on this list. Makar's the best, and you all know. It. I mean, Kale Makar is ridiculous. He's doing he's, Makar he's, was hurt most of this year, too, and he was still up for the Norris. He's done stuff that that defenders at his age have never done ever. I think Doncic does deserve to be on this list. But not list. number one. Who made hey, that Gilgis list? Alexander does no right to be on this list. Who made this list? The game day MOB and the game day NFL. Well, they're dumb. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They're pretty dumb. No, he should not be number one. I thought it was you know, like... Look at Doncic. All right, Derek. NFL time, every team's most recent offensive rookie of the year. We'll go alphabetically. Arizona, who was their last rookie of the year? Is it Murray? Yes, Kyler Murray. Ugh. 2019. Okay. Atlanta Falcons. Michael Vick. No. Oh. 2008. Julio. Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Old man Matt Ryan. Now he's doing commentary. Yes, he is. Baltimore Ravens. That's got to be Lamar. Nope. What? Their most recent, they've never had one. Never? They've never had a rookie of the year. On offense. On offense. Wow. I figured it'd be Lamar's got to be up there, but I guess not. Buffalo Bills. You're not going to get this one. It's not Josh Allen. No, it's Dennis Shaw from 1970. Woo! <laughs> As you would say, who? Who? <laughs> Carolina Panthers. This one should be fairly obvious. I mean, yeah, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, 2011. Yeah. This one is bizarre. Bears. Chicago Bears. They've had one? <laughs> yeah. In 2001, Anthony Thomas. I believe he's a tackle. A tackle? <laughs> wow okay let me pull him up but we'll keep going here it's um, like it can't it can't be a quarterback it can't be no. anyone i mean the bears have had like oh no he was a running back anthony thomas 6 225 that's a monster of a man a running back anywho uh bungles cincinnati bungles jamar chase correct 2021 yeah, I was like, he had a hell of a year. Browns. E. Correct. None. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, it wasn't Johnny Drunk because he did <laughs> yeah. absolutely nothing there. <laughs> Dallas I, Cowboys. Sucks for that guy, man. If he actually put in the work, he could have been so talented, but he was just so dumb and just liked to party. Yep. Dallas Cowboys. Uh. It's not Dak. Tony. Dak Prescott, 2016. Oh, I figured it was Mr. Romo. No. Romo didn't start right away. That's right. It was Prescott, 2016. He's, he's been there that long, huh? 
Drafted the same year as Jared Goff. And guess what he's accomplished? No, El Zilcho. Yeah. Denver Broncos. Oh, man. This might give it away. 2002. Oh, God. Is it Greaseball? No. Clinton Portis. Oh, that's right. This one you should get. Detroit Lions. That's the uh, Megatron. Come on. Oh, come on. Derek Barry Sanders. Oh, shh. That's the most recent? Yep. I thought it was Calvin. No. When was Calvin drafted? 2009, I want to say. Eight? Nine? He didn't win rookie of the year? Uh Uh-uh. Wow. Sanders, when was that then? uh, 89. Wow. Well, I could see that then. Okay. No, Calvin. Barry Sanders. Got it. Next. Green Bay mother-loving Packers. Oh, God. Running back? Running back? How recent? 2013. I'm on on green? Eddie Lacy. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah, what happened to him? I think he's like, that dude's probably a butterball somewhere now. Probably. Guys. Uh, Houston Texans. Uh, it's got to be JJ. Nope, they've never had one because this is offense. Oh, crap. I keep <laughs> yeah, uh, offense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Calvin Johnson's first year was 2007, by the way. Okay. Um, where am I? Colts. Hmm. 99. Peyton. Reggie. Nope. Damn. Edron James. James. That's who I was going to go with next. Yeah. Jacksonville. Trevor? Uh, No, nobody. No one. No one. Okay. Okay. Because in 2021, Jamar Chase won it. That's right. Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. Kansas City Chiefs. Ugh. How how often how, how uh, recent? Uh none. Really? Uh-huh. Well, that's right, because Mahomes didn't start his rookie year. Correct. Okay. Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. By the way, Calvin Johnson's rookie year, mm-hmm. only 756 yards receiving. Okay, so that's probably the lowest total. Because in 08, he got Matt Stafford. And hello, yeah. Um, Raiders, never. Correct. Chargers. Herbert? Herbert, 2020. I was like, that guy's so good. All right, we're going to pick it up here. Rams. Oh, God. Uh, Steven Jackson. Todd Gurley, 2015. Damn it! That's right. Forgot about him. Dolphins, you're not going to get... Troy Stratford in 1987. Who? Yeah, who? <laughs> Vikings, 2009. 2000, Randy Moss. Percy Harvin. Oh, my God. Yeah, Randy Moss is older than that, dude. That's true. Forgot about uh, Percy Harvin. Patriots. Rookie. Uh, it's not Tom, is it? 
Nope. Curtis Martin in 1995. Tom Brady didn't play his first year. Good God. Yeah, I forgot about Curtis Martin. Underrated running back. Saints, 2017. Marquise Colston. 2017, bro. Oh, oh, crap. Uh, (laughs) Colston was out of the league like 10 years ago. Alvin Kamara? Alvin Kamara, yep. When's he going to get suspended, by the way? This year. He better. Uh, Giants. 2018. Danny Pennies. Just kidding. I'm kidding. The Giants have had one in 2018? Yes. Who's really good on that team? Oh, Saquon. Yes, Saquon Barkley. I like how I said that, and you're like, ugh. The Jets in 2022. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Has like, he just won it, yeah. Eagles. Oh, God. I don't know. Never. I was like, yeah, my, my, my mind initially went to Brian Westbrook, but I don't, yeah. Uh, Steelers. Oh, uh, is it Roth- Roethlisberger. Correct. It had to be him, yeah. Uh, we'll get these ones out of the way. The Niners and Seahawks have never had them because they're terrible teams. <laughs> okay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay in 05. Oh, God, I don't know. He... Keyshawn Johnson? Cadillac no. Williams. God, running back, yep. Forever ago. Titans in 06. Eddie George? No, bro. Eddie George was like the 90s. Oh, that's right. 06 for the Titans? I have no idea. I think Texas. Vince Young. Vince Young won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, hit one hit wonder. Because <laughs> <laughs> and... guess what he did after that? Nothing. And Washington. 2012. Uh, my gosh. Think one hit wonder. Quarterback. Quarterback. Oh my God. Who? Roberto Griffin Jr. the third. That's right. And then he tore his knee and bye bye. In the in the his first playoff game. Ooh. Yeah, the way it bent. Ooh. Yeah, nasty. Okay. All right. Well, I'll probably cut some of these out here. All right. Teams to never reach their prospective playoff or uh, finals in their in their leagues. That's that's how we'll phrase that. Yes. We'll start with baseball. Who has never reached the World Series in baseball? Spoiler Seattle. alert. Seattle. I would say Seattle Mariners. There's they're the only team. I know. Everybody else has made it. The Rockies have even made it. The Rockies have made it and they got raffle stomped. Yay! Stanley Cup final. There are five teams who have never made it. Columbus. Correct. Columbus Blue Jackets. Seattle. Seattle, correct, because they're new. Minnesota. Minnesota because yeah. of trash. Yes. Uh, Two more. God. I'm trying to think. In the Avs division. Calgary. No, they're not in the Avs division. Oh, no, they're not. I don't know if they've ever won it, but they've been. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg Jets. One more. It can't be Vegas because they're in it. Nope, and they're not in the Avs division. Damn it. I'm thinking. 
think, my brain hurts. Think crappy team. Crappy team in the Avs division. St. Louis. No, the the Yotes. The Yotes. Yeah. St. Louis won it a few years ago. That's right. I forgot. All right. Uh, football. Four teams. Oh, that's easy. Browns, Lions, Jags, Texans. Correct. Yeah. Basketball. Five oh. teams. There were six, but the Denver Nuggets made it. Woo. Yeah. Get some. Five teams. Go. Uh, Oklahoma City. Nope. They've. They've they lost made... to the Heat. No, they did make it to the finals. Yeah. What? They made. When? They lost when they had. They lost to the Heat in LeBron's. Oh God, that's over. right. That's right. Um. Oh my God. I'll give you a hint. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. There's only one team from the East. Wow. Uh, I'm looking. One team from the East? One team from the East. They're owned by the best basketball player to ever live. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets. Pretty dead giveaway right there. All right, so you got Timberwolves, Minnesota, which is funny that they're on their list twice. Uh, right? Wild. And Charlotte Hornets. Okay. Two teams. The, th- the three teams are from the West. One of them, two of them are not technically in the West, but they're in the Western Conference. New Orleans. Correct. Mm-hmm. New Orleans and... Pelicans. Clippers. Clippers are one of the other one. There's one more. Portland. Nope. They've been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Nope. Oh, no, they went with Charles Barkley. Yeah, they went with Barkley. Utah. No, they've gone. Nope. Sacramento. Nope, you're getting warmer. I don't know. The Clippers. I did say the Clippers. When did you say the Clippers? I said the Clip. I said L.A. Clippers. And you said no. no. You You said Clippers. I, I didn't hear you say Clippers. Anyways. At Doc Rivers, the curse continues. Yes, he just does. He's trash. I mean, when you went through that, up all those ones, three to one, it just. <laughs> all right, Derek, this will be the last one here. Okay. Hit me. Single Hit me too, season sorry. franchise record holder for AFC West receptions leader. My God. Okay. In the season, who has the most receptions for the Denver Broncos? I mean, it's got to be DT. Nope. Rod Smith? Correct. Yeah. 13 receptions in 01. I figured it was either Brandon Marshall, DT, or Rod Smith got to be up on that mm-hmm. list. Kansas City. Tyreek. Mm-hmm. 111 receptions two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oakland slash Vegas slash Raiders. Slash Los Angeles. Slash Los Angeles. I mean, I think it was just this year. Devontae. Nope. Really? Correct. Tim Brown? Nope. What the hell? Darren Waller, 107 receptions in 2020. And then you trade him away. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the Chargers. Way. Chargers. This one was, this is why it's on here. This is fascinating to me. Keenan Allen. Nope. Kellen Winslow. Nope. 
Damn it. Austin Eckler. Oh, my God. A running back has the most receptions in franchise history with 107 he set last year. 107? Yep. Well, that's why I won fantasy football. Dude, I thought that was astounding. 107 and he's a running back. Mm-hmm. I figured Keenan Allen had more than that. Nope. Wow. Okay. All right. So that took a little longer than expected, but let's move it on to baseball. MLB talk. Let's look around the league. First of all, I want to start in the American League East. This division is insane. I just the the, the best, most competitive division like ever. So first of all, the Tampa Bay Rays started the season, what, 13-0? and 0? Mm-hmm. Set an MLB record. They are 41-19, and 26-6 and six at home. Huh? Hello? Hello? <laughs> and they've scored, a, they've scored 349 runs and have a differential of 118. Guys know how to score, man. They're good, but they just can't. They just can't win in the playoffs. No. They get to the finals and they lose, or they get to the divisional round. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, how about this? The Baltimore Orioles come out of nowhere. They're thirty-six and twenty-two, and they're four games back. Pretty damn good. I mean, but they were bottom feeders of the league for the last two, three years. Hey, all that prospects and drafting is finally paying off. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Yankees are sitting there at 35 and 25. They're always going to be good. So I think uh, the Yankees. The Blue Jays are 32 and 27, and the Red Sox are 30 and 28. So that division has no teams under 500. It's crazy. It's just absolutely insane. I mean, if the Orioles weren't good, I mean, they'd probably be the very, very bottom. Mm-hmm. But like, if you look at these teams, like Tampa, could you name a guy on that roster? I can think of one, a Rosarena. No, I can't. But then, like the Blue Jays, you've got Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, Guerrero Jr., yep. Whit Merrifield, mm-hmm. a Stroman, the pitcher. Like I can name a bunch of players there. Uh, yep. They also have Biggio's son. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Yankees, they've obviously got the. But can you, you know, the big boomers? But can you name a guy? On the Orioles roster, God no. Uh, do they still have? Do they still have Chris Davis? Ooh, you know I don't think he's on the team anymore, but I think they owe him like fifteen million every year or something like that. Mm. I think I I think they let him go. Really? Yeah. There, okay. There is one guy I know on this team: Aaron Hicks, former Yankee. What? Okay. Uh, Adam Frazier, I know him, second baseman. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, about it. Yeah, I, Bruce Zimmerman. Who? Hello, who? <laughs> so, hey, credit to the Orioles. They're, they're winning games. They're getting um, done. In the American League Central, there's one team over 500, and it's the Minnesota Twins at 31 and 28. Everybody Derek, are, you, else. are you looking at the standings right now? I am. Okay. Well, let's say it goes to say close them here in a minute, but uh, never mind. The Detroit Tigers are second at 26 and 30. Hmm. My dad's a Tigers fan. They're not good. They're not very good. But they're in second. 
they have a minus 60 run differential. They're crazy. Oakland's run differential. Oh, my. Minus 210. Oh! <laughs> That's bad. They've scored 200 runs, but they've given up 200 and, or 411. 11. 411. That's so bad. Um, so in the central, it goes Twins, Tigers, Guardians, which surprises me. They were close to the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. Um, White Sox and Royals. In the AL West, the Rangers are 37 and 20. The Astros started off really slow, but they're picking it up now. They're 35 and 23. Gotta get banging on those trash cans uh, still. So let's talk about that real fast. Mm-hmm. The Astros cheated, right? Clearly they, che- they cheated. They cheated. And they but got still, caught. but then they got caught, but they're still winning. Yeah. So you got to give them credit. Like no, they're winning. No, no. Uh, they're a good team, dude. Never. I, I know. Well, I, I will them. admit. Yes, they are. Good. I hate them. And I will forever not like the Astros, even though I used to think they were the plucky underdogs. Now they're the cheating losers, hmm. but they're still winning. And when did they win the world series? Was that this last year? Yes. Was yes. It? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, the uh, Angels continue to have two of the best players in baseball, but have a 500 record. And they their run differential, plus two. I mean, I know. They have Mike Trout and uh, Otani. I mean, two of the best players, and yet they just lose, win, lose, win, lose, win. God. They're like the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> oh, they were better yeah, players. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to pull up their stats here real fast. Seattle is also at 529 and 29. So, well, and looking at their batting, Shohei Otani's only batting 274. Trout's only batting 267. Mm-hmm. So, it's not good. No. I mean, they both have 15 and 13 home runs, respectively. Bofa. Both of these homers. Both of uh, these homers. Hunter Renfro's having a good season for him, but. Uh, like Anthony Rendon, oh, he's been awful for them. So freaking bad. Hey, they have Jake Lamb. I love me some Jake Lamb. Former one home, one home run, twenty RBI. Rendon this twenty year. RBI is pretty good, but he's but never one been. home run. One home run's bad. That's that's trash. Um, oh man, I miss Jake Lamb. I liked him a lot. Um, they're pitching. Let's see, where is their pitching? Show me the money. Pitching. For who, the Angels? The Angels. Yeah, Tani's leading the group. Of course he is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, he's 5-2 and two with a 330-year-in run average. That's not great. Yeah. They have Tyler Anderson. Remember him? <laughs> he's Eric, two who could one. forget? He's 2-1 he's with a 547 earned run average. The man who allowed 11 runs to your Diamondbacks when he played for the Rockies. Who can, I will never forget that name. Ever, um, but yeah, as Derek said, Mariners he should be back. He should be back. Yeah, no, Mariners. <laughs> Mariners are twenty nine and twenty nine. After that game, I made a point to never forget <laughs> that man's name, and I never will because <laughs> when you allow eleven runs in one inning, Eric, you are nothing but straight trash. But Derek, he's got a winning record at two and one. Because he's on a better team. <laughs> uh, and then the. Poor lowly athletics. They're two and eight in their last 10. They had a two-game winning streak, but they're 12 and 48. 
And real quick about the the twelve year old that ran in the field, nobody cared. Yeah, he. While the team was doing, um, the grounds crew was doing work before the game. Dude runs out onto the field, runs the bases from third, second, first home, and back to third. Nobody stops him. That the grounds crew doesn't stop him. Security doesn't stop him. In fact, they let him back into the stands. Nobody cares, Eric. Nobody cared. That's when you've hit a rock bottom of your franchise. Yeah. You do that at Coors Field or you're getting tackled in seconds. So my dad has a story. He went to an Oakland A's game in, like, I think the 90s. When they were um, good. When they were good. But uh, still, nobody cared about the team then. He said he went to the stadium and was like, he was told that he goes to the, the what do they call it, the ticket office? I forget what it's called. We'll call uh-huh. We'll call. And um, he he goes. He was told to say he was with the church down the street. So he goes, hey, uh, you know, can I get a ticket? I'm with the church from the street. And they go, oh yeah, go ahead in. Here's your ticket. No charge. No. He sat two rows behind home plate. And while he's at the game, the owner flies his helicopter into left field, Stop. lands it, watches Stop. the game from his helicopter for four innings, and then flies off. Nobody cares about the athletics. He's like just chilling in his helicopter for four innings. Oh, they suck. Let's get out of here. Let's go back to uh, let's go back to Vegas. Let's go back to Italy, wherever I was at. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah. So, uh, moving on down to the National League, uh, we'll start with the East. You know, this one's a little interesting. The Mets spent what two billion dollars in free agency this year. I mean, year? so much freaking money. Yeah. And they're thirty and twenty nine with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander on the hill. Woo! <laughs> um, and then the Phillies, who are in the World Series against the Astros, are twenty six and thirty two. How about that? Um, but the Braves, still one of the best teams in baseball. I think they are the best team in baseball. They're so uh, they're, freaking good. They're thirty four and twenty four. They, they've got a plus sixty differential, um, but the Marlins are kind of surprising. Thirty-one and twenty-eight, but they've started to fall back a little bit to earth. They're in second. The Mets, as we said, thirty and twenty-nine and third. Phillies are twenty-six, thirty-two, and the Nationals are right behind the Phillies at twenty-five and thirty-three. Man, have they been bad since they lost or won the World Series? Seriously, they just have not recovered since. Then. I mean, it's funny they lose, they get, or no, they they lose Bryce Harper in free agency win the world series that next year did you hear what happened with strasburg steven strasburg oh about his uh, arm yeah they feel like he forearm his, his forearm his yeah. forearm he tore a muscle in it or a tendon i think it went numb and they think no, his the, career's over well they said he uh yeah he doesn't he has no feeling in it oh he has no feeling in his arm i'm like oh no yeah that's uh that sucks and dude he was so good he was very good so good I'm trying to find the story. But when they, um, when they had him, yeah, he was he was such a damn good pitcher. But now you're like, oh, poor guy. His career is probably over. Severe nerve damage mm. in his forearm and they in his throwing arm, and they think he's going to be done for his career. Well, yeah, you can't feel it. You you're done for. <laughs> um. By the way, I'm watching the Rockies game right now on my phone. Uh, Charlie Blackman. Just had his hand taped up after catching a foul ball. Oh no! Or catching a ball while he's at bat. I'm sorry, off his oh, hand. Oh no! So 
I don't know if he's done for the day or not, but he's sitting on the bench watching the game right now while the Rockies are at the bat. So we'll see. Uh oh. Um, not good. Yeah, not good. Uh, in the central, this division's really weird too. There's no like good team here that the stands Brewers, out. Yeah. The Brewers have a half game lead over the Pirates. They're third. The Brewers are 31 and 27 with a minus 23 run differential, by the way. Um, the Pirates are 30 and 27 with a nine run differential, but they started off hot and now they're just, they're Pulling just down. meh. Mm-hmm. But what's really strange, Cincinnati at 26 and 32, Chicago at 25 and 32, the St. Louis Cardinals with Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt on their roster are 25 and 34. It's <laughs> great. And I'm wondering. How? Because <laughs> that, they're a good team. Apparently not. Apparently, it must be their pitching. Apparently not. Oh, oh yeah. Their leader in earned run average is 374. That ain't good. Nope. Um, so we'll, we'll pull up, I'll pull up stats here in a little bit. But Go ahead, Eric. You know you want to bring up the West. Into the National League West. I got my mug right here. Derek, 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 you see this? See this? My little Diamondbacks mug. He's probably wearing socks and he's got a toothbrush. I've got, I've got my, my tank top on. No, I've got Ram socks on today. Oh. Uh, uh, can you see that? Oh, oh, yep, I saw it. I saw it. There's the Ram socks. I see the it. The Arizona Diamondbacks are tied with the Dodgers for the best league in the nat- or best record in the National League and atop the NOS at 35 and 24. Oh, baseball! They're good. Look at they're that. Um, Dodgers suck, so they're they're second place. If, if, uh, if Arizona can demolish LA and win the division, do it, please, please do it. I will welcome all Rockies fans on the Diamondbacks. I mean, see, I I'm not gonna be a, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna be a bandwagon fan, but if they can overtake the division instead of giving it to stupid LA, I will gladly take that. Hell yeah, brother. Um. The Giants are 29 and 29, kind of where I thought they were going to be just a good team, but not a great team. The Padres. The Padres are 27 and 31, dude. Yeah. They're terrible. I know. It's awesome. I'm going to say this. As the Padres were the first team I ever cheered for growing up, I loved the team because they had like Steve Finley, Tony Gwynn on that roster. Now they're cheaters. Well, they're not cheaters. They just spent just a buttload of money, and it's not working. Uh, Machado and Tatis. And then who's the other guy they just spent a bunch on? Uh, Juan Soto. Yeah, there you go. Three guys. And they've got um, – who's the Japanese pitcher? Oh, God. You Darvish. Yeah. Yep. Where did you Darvish start? The Rangers? Was it the Rangers? God, he was good with the Rangers. He's still a good pitcher, but he's just not great as much as he used to be, you know? And then the Rockies at 26 and 34 at the bottom. Yay! Well, we'll talk about the Rockies. They got a minus 55 run differential, by the way. Um, They're good. Or, like, they're they're good against bad teams, the Rockies are. Mm -hmm. They just – they can't beat good teams. They got swept – by the Diamondbacks in four. And they had leads in a bunch of those games, by the way. And they're injured beyond all belief. Yes, he started with the Tech, real quick. You Darvish played with the Rangers for 
six years, went to the Dodgers one year, went with, with the Cubs for three years, and now he's been with the Padres for three years. There you go. Yeah. Um, he's a good pitcher. He's just not great. No. But uh, I'm going to bring up some stats here. Team stats. I mean, they, they they do have some pretty good players, and you're like, why are they not that good? The Padres, they their bullpen is terrible. That's what I can see. I'm looking at. But yeah, the uh, the Padres bullpen is just it's not good. Whoa, what is that? What? Oh crap! Never mind. Continue. Brought to you by Derek Rule, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. Like pitching leaders. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Where's, where's earn run average? Like you see the teams with earn run average. Astros, Twins, Braves, Rangers, Rays. Mm-hmm. They're the top five sitting. At, they're all like three, like the three thirties or lower. Yes. So you see like. Pitching is down this year, and I love it. I love it because <laughs> your Diamondbacks are kicking ass. Because you know, people—it's the whole thing with um, uh, the the shift, not being able to shift players over to the right side or left side to deal with the, the pitching uh, clock too. By the way, is just genius. So good, dude. It I makes mean, games fly by by like three I, hours. It's just not standing there like it just. Cleaning your hands, rubbing it on the chop, like get go, get going. Well, yeah. and then the thing is, is you're not allowed to throw over more than twice if you're a pitcher and you have a runner on. Mm-hmm. And there are teams taking advantage of that. Yes, like with the stolen bases. So top three and or top five in stolen bases. One of them is stunning. The Athletics have 55 stolen bases, but yet they suck. But they have 16 wins, so it doesn't matter there. Um, the Rays, Rays, Pirates, Reds, and Diamondbacks. Mm. You know who's not on that list? Teams like the Yankees, teams like the Dodgers, mm-hmm. teams like the Padres, who are relying on old school baseball, and it's not working anymore. Nope. Now the Padres are top ten, but they're not top five. And in fact, the teams that are above them are Blue Jays, Brewers, Guardians, Diamondbacks, and the rest of the ones that I let read. Man, Arizona's just hot tops and everything, huh? They're not like tops, but they're, they're up good. there with like. Eric's like, oh, let's go! <laughs> Baseball! Baseball! <laughs> but I will Eric, say. Eric's that. calling it now. Diamondbacks win the World Series. Go! Would you they, go out there to the parade? Dude, I would go out there to the games. <laughs> see you on TV. Who's that drunk guy that just fell over the stairs? Oh, that's Eric. Splat. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> uh, but, um, like, awesome. the thing with the Diamondbacks that a few teams like the Rays and the Orioles are taking advantage of. Mm-hmm is they're not big home run hitting teams. Like, if we look at the home runs here, the Rays are. The Rays do pretty much everything right. 
Yes. But like tops of the league, Dodgers, Braves, Yankees, Angels, Cardinals, Twins, Giants, Rangers, Brewers. Cardinals have all those home runs, and yet they're 10 games under five. Exactly. Let's see. Home run totals. The Rays have 103. The Dodgers have 100. Braves, 95. Yankees, 94. Angels, 80. Cardinals, 80. Twins, 77. Mm. Giants have 77. And the Rangers have 75. And the Brewers have 68. Diamondbacks are 13th with 66. Orioles are tied with them with 66 as well. Okay. Not bad. Rockies have 49, by the way. Uh, they are 26th. <laughs> Oakland's got to be the worst. Uh, no, the Guardians were. How many do they have? I don't know. I closed it. 11. <laughs> but the Diamondbacks and Orioles and those teams, what they're doing is they're stealing bases and they're using speed. Mm-hmm. They aren't just cracking the ball over the over the fence because if that's how the league was cracking. those teams would be failing they're cracking what teams are doing is they're hitting doubles mm-hmm. you know getting runners and score on base and then like like the diamondbacks what they do is they've got corbin carroll who's the fastest guy in the league he's got a lot of walks and singles and so what he does is he gets on base and all of a sudden he steals second oh and then Look at that. Now he's stealing third. Dude's got some wheels. Yeah, he does. He's got some wheels, but they're using the rules where you can't throw over every single time to keep the runner on base. Mm -hmm. They're using that to their advantage and they're moving runners over. They're almost doing old school baseball where they're using what the league is trying to do, which is get more movement involved in the game. Mm -hmm. So teams like the Yankees, yeah, cracking home runs works for them. But the movement is a big part of what baseball is trying to do, and teams are taking advantage of, advantage of that, and it's fun. Yay! So teams like the Rays, teams like the Diamondbacks, teams like the the Braves, the Orioles, Rays, they're the Rangers. Even they're fun to watch because they're moving. It's not just I'm going to strike you out or I'm going to hit home runs. Eric, real quick, will the Rockies get back to 500 at any point this year? No. Okay. And it's not because I think they're a bad team. I think it's because they're injured beyond all belief. When Chris Bryant just is he's back on the IL with a I mean ankle the guy, injury. I mean this is what I figured when they signed him to that big deal. I'm like, okay, well, you're gonna be paying him most of it while he's hurt. And yeah, he's been on the IL how many times now this year? Two, three times. I mean, Derek, your catcher, Elias Diaz, is leading the team in batting at 309. That's not good. McMahon has nine home runs. It's it's a it's your he's boy. Also, he's also leading thirty. I mean, McMahon's a good player. No, who's who's the guy? Jeff it's Houston. all over. Him. Yeah, it's all over. Him. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> McMahon's like, well, that's that's a whole other show. But McMahon is their best player right now. Because Blackman, he was on the bereavement list, and he's not having a good year. Oh, I hear when you hear that name. Derek, they don't know. know. Moving on. I know. know. Chris Chris Bryant on and off the DL list. CJ Crone's on the DL. Oh, Um, Who is that rookie that they called up who was good? Brenton Doyle. Doyle, yeah. He was crushing it for like two weeks, and then now he's like, he's hitting 240. Now he's like, bye. 
Mike Moustakis can't stay on the field consistently because he's not he's he's old and not good enough. Uh, Jerickson Profar has been a fun shot in the arm, but he's batting two twenty nine. They're not they're like they're just not currently good. currently tied with the Royals at zero, top of the third, right? Yeah, top of the third, and your best pitcher is Kyle Freeland, which is good, but he's got a four twenty two earn run average. Ice. Well, that's not good. Uh, no, <laughs> your pitching has just been—it's just absolutely just atrocious. So freaking bad. And then they've got like your starting pitcher Chase Anderson, former Diamondback, who's not good, by the way. Yeah, that's why we signed him. They're like, <laughs> oh, he sucks. Let's get him. I mean, he's—he hasn't gotten a decision yet. He's got a one-six-nine earner in average with twelve strikeouts. That's good. Mm. But he's thirty-five. Yay! <laughs> and I think he's coming out of the bullpen too. I don't even think he's a starter for him. But Rockies win the series today if they beat. Since they, I mean, it's not saying much, but you can sweep the Royals as you they should sweep, which they should because the Royals are second worst team in the league. Because you just got swept by the yeah. And I mean, Marquez has only started four games and he's out for the season again. Uh, Jose Urania is just awful and they had to send him down Mm. i mean urena that's not the right guy who's this guy go ahead freeland leads the team and wins in era and strikeouts and he's four and six austin gomber i believe is hurt as well he's four and four let's see let's look at injuries for the rockies so i didn't even know he's he's out for the year then marquez is yeah Oh, God. And of course, they got Sensatella that they signed to a long-term deal. God knows why. Yeah, he's been hurt, too. Yeah, and he's been hurt. Yeah, um, Brendan Rogers. you know, he hurt himself at the beginning of the year. I mean, there's another guy, yeah, young second baseman that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Marquez had Tommy John surgery. Oh, so, yeah, he's he's gone for a while then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like right here. CJ Crohn's on the 10 day IL. Chris Bryant just went back on the 10 day IL. Mm. It's not good. No. And they're, they're just, and like even, and the guys that they're calling up, like they're, they have their games, like McMahon had a four game home run streak, which is good. Yeah. And, but, the, and then in game one against the Diamondbacks, they couldn't get him out. And then after that, he had two hits. Best way and to sum they, it up. And they lost. Four games in a row to the Diamondbacks. Best way to sum up, Rockies are just not a good team. Yeah. But the Rockies aren't also taking advantage because of like the new rules because they can't. Nope. Derek, they have the they've been caught stealing the least amount of times this year at six. They have 22 stolen bases, least least dead yeah. last. I know. Dead last. Mm-hmm. They're on fire. They're well. They're fifth in the league in hits. Yay! <laughs> but uh, let's see. Runs batted in. Let's load faster, faster. It's just the Rockies are just they continue to make money, and I think that's all that that the owner really cares about. Money. I'm still gonna push back about that. Why? What is he gonna do? I don't know. I mean, he has tried. I mean, but but they like spend said, money. A lot of pitchers do not want to come here. 
By the way, Rockies are fifth in hits, but 11th in RBIs. Yeah, what about the top 15? Oh, pitching? I don't even want to look that up. <laughs> They're at the bottom of the barrel, I think, with that. But, like, you, what, they, what they did was they had Nolan. Mm-hmm. Trevor. They had Trevor, and they tried. They had Blackman, still in his prime. Mm-hmm. But then they make stupid decisions like giving Ian Desmond – a huge contract, and he never worked out. Ian Desmond? Mm, oh, yeah. Who can forget him? Who just decided, I don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't retire. He's just like, I'm not I'm not playing for you guys anymore. He's like, yep, I'm done. Goodbye. Uh, you had, um, you know, Brendan Rodgers in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. He never had a true first baseman. You didn't try and trade Trevor Story and get value for him or even offer him a contract. You just let him walk out. You just let him walk, and now he's Boston. with Boston. Yeah, so that was dumb. And like they're they're now in a reset, a rebuild mode, big time. Whereas like teams like the Diamondbacks, their rebuild is done. They're starting to build that team up now to where they're competitive. They made a big trade in the offseason. Yeah, rub it in, Eric. That's why they're good. Yeah, see that, Derek? Oh. <laughs> um, For those of you, I gave him the bird. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. I don't know why that's funny, but it was. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And on that note, that's how we should end the show. Like that. How about that? Rockies are 29th in earn run average, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> um, oh, oh, their earn run average is 517. You got anything else? Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, I got friends. one. I got one real quick nugget. How about uh, DeAndre Hopkins got released, and the Bills, Chiefs, and Browns have been talking to him. Yeah, but that's surprising that nobody else has. Yeah, go 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 play with your old creeper quarterback in Cleveland. Do it. Yeah, that'll work out real well for you. Seriously, if he goes to the Chiefs, though, just no, please don't, dude. I saw something from the Browns where they were like. Someone was one coach was like, Oh man, he's been like Deshaun Watson has been unbelievable in camp. I'm like, Yeah, unbelievable that he's allowed to play. I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. Um, but oh, yeah, real quick, too, the news that came out about Jimmy G. You think the Raiders fans should be worried? Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like he'd be he, he foot, foot surgery and he didn't get it done until March. That's not what good. Were you, what were you doing the previous months? He was trying to get a contract. And McDaniels was like, oh, no, we ain't worried. Well, you should be. Should be. Who the hell's your backup? Brady. No. He's the owner. They'll just call him. Hey, hey Tom, you want to Was that official? Is he, like, officially a part owner? He did. He officially bought stake, and he is part owner. Yes, so he, he cannot play on the team because you have to sell your ownership stake. Fun fact. So he's not going to play for the Raiders. He's just not going to play ever again. Yeah, because he has nothing else to prove. So that's all I got. Um, yeah, Rockies, go Nuggets. Rockies, maybe they can get to five hundred, but I think they're going to be fine with the team. Nuggets tip off tonight, six thirty. Oh no, six o'clock. Six o'clock. Ugh. Nuggets are rolling. See if they can get a parade for back-to-back years in Denver. Then you know where that leaves it. It leaves it for the Broncos to get one next. They're not going to, bro. They're not. Well, I know, but there's hope. (laughs) 
okay, so if the Nuggets win this year, mm-hmm. in order of ranking the teams who's going to win, who could win next year, oh, rank Avs. them. Avs, Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies. I, you know what? No. Uh, Avs, no, Nuggets, Mammoth, Rapids, Rockies, Broncos. That's there how you, I'm putting that list. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> don't forget the other two teams. That's the best order right there. I agree. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for us. We'll catch you next time on the Derek and Eric Show. Peace. Go Diamondbacks!